ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Mix and Match. Today is quite a serious topic. We will be talking about male stereotypes. And here to talk about it with me is my good friend, friend James Diss. James, how are you? Oh, yeah, how are you doing? You all good? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? How's, how's life? How's life treating you? Yeah, yeah, it's good, you know. I've just been obviously coming out of um, kind of quarantine and kind of COVID now, so it's it's quite weird getting back to usual, but it's quite nice at the same time because you get to go and do the things you've missed out on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, this obviously the last lockdown was the second sort of mm. serious lockdown, and you know, the first lockdown I spent a lot of time dwelling, really doing nothing, and this mm-hmm. this second lockdown, obviously, as you can see, started a podcast. So I yeah, thought, it's awesome, man. Let's use uh, my time more wisely, you know, mm. make the most yeah. of what we've got. But yes, uh, male stereotypes. Obviously, as we all know, there are all different types of stereotypes, and we could cover every sort of one. But, you know, we're limited with time. So for now, we're just going to, limit it to uh, the male stereotypes so in terms of stereotypes James what have you been what has what for you is with the male stereotype um like I think obviously like I don't think to clarify first I don't think there's like anything wrong with like the stereotype like obviously everyone's each their own but I do feel obviously like you know, I think maybe in school and stuff, but for me, I kind of experienced it if, you know, my school and in my setting of a lot of like, a lot of males, like they did the rugby and, you know, you go out every weekend and, you know, you kind of like in a way, you kind of go with the stereotype. I think there's certain people that can't really fit into it, not because they don't, you know, want to, but maybe they just can't and they like other things. They don't like rugby and maybe they like reading or you know, playing chess or something. I feel for people who are a bit like just different inclined, I think it's, you know, it's hard for them maybe to fit in with everyone else. I don't know if that's just my experience of it and stuff. Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, a perfect example, as we were obviously speaking off off camera, was the, the thought of, you know, males having to sort of live up to the expectations of, oh, they they need to go to the pub every week to mm. drink alcohol and you know you need to play rugby you need to play football mm. to you need to follow everything that proper guys are meant to follow you know and mm. what is a proper guy like for me a proper guy doesn't you know isn't someone who likes a certain sport or mm. has a certain way of life that's not a proper guy or a proper person if anything mm. is someone who is confident in themselves. Yeah, yeah, somebody wants to be themselves and that's right. you know, yeah, completely be agree. kind of respected for the way they want to be and stuff. You know, I think that's the best way to put it. You know, and especially with this pandemic, I think where more and more people, you know, developed like mental health issues or were struggling in a way. I think it's so important now that we kind of like support anyone that doesn't feel they can fit in. You know, in any sort of way, or you know, who wants to be able to like maybe have friends, but they struggle to make friends because they don't really have many similar interests in them, you know? Yeah, completely agree. Mm. I mean, an example in my life was obviously my love for acting, my love Mm. for the acting industry. Yeah. Um, 
school, although I took drama, you know, the book mm. was what only maybe about four guys on the whole course in my yeah. whole And, you know, back then, you know, it seemed as a feminine thing to do drama. It's seen as a feminine thing to do dark, yeah. etc. But, you know, there's many, many, many male successful dancers act. Of course. I've always loved the acting industry, but mm. until I left secondary school, I didn't really take it seriously. I didn't really pursue it because in the back of my mind, I was like, hmm, like, is this really what, you know, someone like me should be doing? Mm. And I don't think that, for me back then, that definitely wasn't, you know, the correct uh, way to think about situations. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it's hard when you know, you're at school, you're still developing, you know, as a teenager and everyone around you is doing like different kind of subject areas and you want to do a subject area and not many people do. I think it is quite daunting to be able to put yeah. your foot out and go, actually, this is what I want to do, you know? Yeah. Completely. And you don't really develop that until you get a bit older. Like I used to love chess and reading and like, I don't know, like I much liked watching football but I didn't be really like playing it or same with rugby, I like watching it, but I didn't like playing it. But in school, I didn't kind of, I kind of drop them interests in order to fit in with the crowd. And I kind of yeah. only, only just realised since college and coming out of college that actually they're the things that make me most happy and they did throughout lockdown. So they're things I just want to do. And, you know, I think if, I think if people can just understand that's what someone likes or, and they can like maybe have an interest in it or, you know, accept someone for who they am, I you know, I think it's it'd be it's really important. I mean, it's not just obviously there's stereotypes is the one example we use a bit sometimes, but you know, I think it's really important for us to kind of like look at everyone and see what kind of hobbies they have, and just know that you don't have to uh, like uh, be obliged to do like the normal hobby if you don't want to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true because going back to uh, my drama situation. Mm. Everyone who knows me knows I have a ridiculous obsession with uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And um, I would never have got this obsession. I would never have got the love for Marvel if I didn't take that step to go and do drama in not only secondary school, but um, college and uni, because Mm. it's just something I enjoy. It's just something that I genuinely feel passionate about. Mm. And Another example is when I was in year nine and, you know, everyone in my year was choosing, you know, their courses mm. that they would do for GCSE. I I would probably comfortably say about 70 to 80% of the males in my year. Mm. Production. I, okay, yeah. I don't know if that is because, you know, maybe they all genuinely liked it, but I think mm. it wasn't the case. I thought, they saw that mm. you know, their group or someone that one of their friends or etc were doing construction mm. and so many of the guys mm. were doing it and they thought do you know what yeah i'm gonna do it as well because yeah. i can confidently say at uh, that 70 to 80 percent probably about 10 to 20 percent if that mm. construction now you know yeah it makes it seem, although, like, in secondary school, you know, you can't afford to make mistakes and like that. Of course, of course. Like, it was, you know, a lot of people because they they regretted it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, 
my school, we, we didn't have construction. We had like business and I know yeah. a lot of people did business. I think like they got overrun with people doing business. And yeah. I don't know if that was to do with people just chose it as like that needed on their GCSEs. I mean, I did actually food tech. Um, I mean, looking back now, I didn't actually like, I, I was intrigued by it. That's why I chose it. But looking back now, I wouldn't have done it because I didn't have an interest. But then again, I was only like one of two boys on the course. Yeah. <laughs> So it was quite like, I felt weird going into it because like no other boys were there, you know? Yeah. And it was weird because when we did food tech before GCSEs, a lot of like guys I know you know, actually enjoyed it, but they didn't end yeah. up picking it for an option. But I don't know why that was now, you know? And that's something that I quite struggled with, you know? Yeah, com- uh, yeah, I completely agree. Because you look at, you know, for example, one of the, my favorite things to do in leisure Mm. Right now, he's on YouTube, and I'm obsessed with uh, Gordon Ramsay and all yeah. these, you know, Kitchen Nightmares, uh, mm. Hell's Kitchen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. We would never have got that entertainment that you know we see online from the likes of Gordon Ramsay if he didn't decide. You know what? Yeah, I don't mm. actually want to be a footballer. Yeah. I actually want to cook, and I know a lot of people will say, you know, oh yeah, women just uh, belong in the kitchen, etc., cetera, etc. Yeah. That term's a little bit outdated. I think it's a bit it's so true. bad. Yeah, it's, it, it is kind of fake. I won't lie. But, um, yeah, I mean, if Gordon, you know, had the mindset of, oh, no, cooking is a women, a woman's sort of thing, then, you know, we wouldn't get the entertainment we currently do. And, mm. you know, it's all about taking those risks, you know. I know, for example, like, at any given moment, anyone that listens to this podcast could absolutely violate me for absolutely anything. And, you know, mm. maybe they have a right to, because I have as well. But, mm. um, you know, it's life's all about taking risks, and you can't stick to, like, as much as it's difficult, mm. you shouldn't really stay in your shell, because if you don't expand out of your shell, then you're mm. limiting, you know, your movement space in life, if you will. Yeah, I think that's really important. I mean, I just had that you know, so I struggle with uh, like learning difficulties. Mm. You know, I, you know, Asperger's, which comes under like the autistic spectrum. So yeah. when I was younger in school, I was still trying to figure out like how it affected me, and I'd have like a learning, like a support teacher that sits next to you, and yeah. like you were instantly judged by everyone because you had that support teacher next to you, and I yeah. didn't know why I was judged. And then I've kind of like hidden them disabilities for so many years. It's only like the last few years I've kind of like come to the realization that they actually really impact my life and. I need to like be able to embrace them in order to like bring out my true self. Um, yeah. And I think there's probably a lot, not just with like disabilities and mental health issues, like with anyone, I think it's really hard to be able to feel accepted when you've got, you know, you've got something else going on in your life and you feel like everyone else just, you know, doesn't want to be around you because you're suffering with something. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's true. It's true because I saw like, um, during lockdown, mm. the male suicide rate absolutely shot up. Yeah, and it is a massive, massive concern mm. because if it's genuinely hurting that many people to yeah. be, you know, at home where mm. your home, your home's essentially meant to be your uh, safe space, your safe mm. space, you know, your your comfort zone. Yeah, um, and people are staying there more, but feeling the need to you know, feeling the need to not want to do it anymore, which yeah. is absolutely bizarre. It's, it's crazy to think, yeah. you know, being in your supposing safe space is 
allowing you to essentially hate your life more. Mm. And whether that's because I know, for example, um, I won't name his name, but I I know someone who uh, who feels in his life that in mm. his family he is um he feels like he has this responsibility to provide for a certain thing, you know, he mm. needs to be a certain way, and that's in his family's eyes. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to come and say that to his family because mm. he loves his family and doesn't want to sort of, I'm assuming, tick them off. Of course, of course. Know? He just he just wants to keep them on side. He wants, you know, eventually one one day when he gets married as kids, you know, he wants them there saying, I'm so proud of you. Son. Yeah, of course. Etc. So, yeah, it's, it, is, it is a massive shame. And, you know, it's not just like the stereotypes of like what you do. Sometimes it is your way of life that also gets judged, you know. I know a lot of people still think, you know, the male in the relationship, for example, should mm. be providing everything, you know, should yeah. be working. And, mm. you know, there's a lot of women that want to be, you know, women. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't no, think there's anything wrong with stay-at-home women. But, you know, if you want to be a stay-at-home mum, for example, mm. you know, you have to be willing to, you know, pull your side of the, your side of the, uh, your side of the, uh, what's what's the term I'm looking for? <laughs> um, like your, I don't know, your I side like of a... the bargain, if you. Will. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if for example, if a guy is more than happy for you to be a stay-at-home mum and he's willing mm. to go and, uh, as uh, in they say in blue therapy, chase the bag. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, then that's fine. But if your partner is, you know, he doesn't want that sort of responsibility, then either A, you've got to reconsider your relationship or B, mm. work together. Yeah, you know, of course. To, to resolve it. And I think that's the dangerous thing, though. Like, you, there's, like, one stereotype of what someone wants to do. You know, say, like, someone wants to be stay-at-home. But then it... it it's so like embedded in society sometimes. It's like everyone has to do that. And if you don't want to do that, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you're not, you know, yeah. you're being different and stuff, you know? Like, because yeah. there's like plenty of like dads now. Like, I go down the street and I see loads of dads like in the middle of like a Tuesday, Tuesday taking their kids to nursery or, you know. So I think there's like a lot of like stay at home dads coming, which I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong then with women going to work and stuff. I think that's fantastic because, you know, it's a complete reverse of the stereotypes. Yeah, diversity, and it, if anything. And yeah, and I think it actually benefits like then then people because clearly like a, a male, see the male, men have been going for work for ages and it's always been the woman that's been like looked down on. To have it the other way round and then you can actually see that the couple yeah. enjoying it. I think it's great to see, like it's great to see it happen in the other way round but then both people are actually enjoying it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think with situations like this there just needs to Mm. be the right balance and the correct balance as well Mm. and to make sure you know not only your partner but to know whether it be your son your father your brother your sister Mm. whatever your cousin just make sure Mm. like you know they are not not necessarily enjoying their life and they're happy 24 7 but they at least they know that you know they're on the right path. They know mm. sort of what they want to do and they're not sort of being persuaded by anything. Of course, that's yeah. the worst, worst sort of thing to happen to anybody, not just mm. guys, but girls as well. Mm. You know, I know 
I know we said we wouldn't go too much into detail about the female mm. stereotype, but there are females out there that, you know, are expected to just sit in, in the house, cook, mm. clean, you know, etc. But they don't want to, you know, they want to be yeah. out earning money for themselves, for their family, for their partner, whatever it may be, you know. And I think that's just, a really good thing, though, really, you know. Yeah, 100%. So good. It's, it, it is, like, a difficult, obviously, everyone has their own experiences. Like with me, like a lot of my f- males in my family, a lot of them are very like manual, practical people. You know, they can fix a car if they had a breakdown or they can fix anything in the house. If like there's a leak, they'd be able to fix it. You know, yeah. my dad was like a gardener. He was like a, he did gardening and stuff, but like, I'm not interested in it, but I just can't physically do it. You know, it's not something that interests me. Or I haven't got like, pretty like, I just haven't got, you know, kind of think of the word it's not like i can't physically do it you know like like i can physically take a photo because i like doing photography i yeah. can't physically fix a pipe if i wanted to yeah yeah and yeah. i find that like really hard because then i feel like it's difficult for me then to fit in with my own family sometimes because they'll have an interest which they can do and then i'm just like oh i can't do it and then i feel instantly like looked down on if you get me it's quite hard yeah it's true it's true like I, I mean, there's a there's an example for me is, uh, you know, for example, if I started driving tomorrow, mm. and, you know, I've got a flat tire. Me yeah. personally, maybe it's because I've never driven before. I mean, never like, had my own car or whatever. But yeah, I personally would not know how to change a tire. That's just, that, you know, I just haven't researched or looked into properly. Yeah. You know, but for example, I know how to... Uh, I, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah, no. but I, I know how to I don't know, fix a bed, for example. Yeah, of course. But just because I don't know how to um, change a tire doesn't make me any less of a man. Doesn't make me any less. No, of, a person. of course it doesn't. Of course you it know? doesn't. And that's just that's what people need to understand. You know, mm. in the modern and I day, I think you should life. just be accepted for that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know. Like you shouldn't really judge. Like. I, I do get, for example, that there are times, you know, where you should, well, not should judge someone, but you will naturally judge someone. For example, of course. you know, if someone's killed 10 people, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, that's a lovely person over there. Like, you're going to yeah. judge that person be like, oh, you're a bit crazy and a bit of psycho. Mm. But, you know, there there are things that really shouldn't be judged. And obviously, mm. this podcast is not going to change the... Uh, the landscape of you know how yeah, people think. I mean, if it does, you know, I'm living my best life. I've done something what uh, worth talking about, but mm. um, it's it's unlikely, and no one's expecting change to be tomorrow. But anyone who is listening, and you know where you can help, you should help because yeah. you will feel a lot better about yourself and potentially save someone. Might even save a life. You know, you might mm. have a friend genuinely is contemplating because mm. they're so stressed and you know they believe they have these expectations and people mm. expecting them to do this and you just reaching out to that person going yo um are you all right like what's up mm. talk to me it could genuinely potentially save a life yeah That's it's like a thing. big taboo you know like you speak to like someone who's you know going through that and they're in that state of mind yeah. and then you speak to them you're like oh what have you been up to and they could be like i don't know you know, they, they could be like, oh, I've been cooking as a guy, like, go back to the cooking thing. And then I think then personally for me, and then if that happened, if I said that to, you know, a lot of people I knew, or I think in my opinion, the other person would be like, oh, really? 
because I don't think a lot of lads do cooks. And then when a lad comes to them who's probably in like that precarious position and they go, oh, yeah, I cook, they, they struggle to have the conversation with the person because they don't, they've never done it before, you know, because it's yeah. been embedded for guys like when a guy cooks, it's not seen as like manly and stuff. Yeah. You know? So to just have a conversation with someone, even if you don't have the interest and then learn something new about it, you go, oh, actually, you know, cooking might be quite cool, you know. You know, it could potentially make something, oh, like, you know, I've got a friend now who can cook or likes to cook with me. You know, you're not just seen as that one person who yeah. does the cooking as a guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, like, just to clarify, we're not, like, slating anyone that does have a construction job or does interact. No, no, no. Big up to them people. No. Yeah, be, no, we're just saying for the people that are doing it, mm. uh, but on they don't want to mm. because for example i still do in terms of what i'm manly for example in the public eye like things like football i enjoy football i enjoy playing it enjoy of course it. you know i enjoy my gaming yeah you know, there's many things that men are meant to do that you know people enjoy mm. but we're just saying for anyone who feels like you know, they're not comfortable doing something or they don't want to do it, then you mm. shouldn't do it, you know? Yeah, of course. That's what, you know, although there's a lot of things wrong with England, that one of the one of the bright spots are, you know, the freedom that we are given as people. Mm. You know, it is, it is quite good. It is quite good. And one thing I've also noticed that I used to do uh, in my mind now that I've just thought about it, yeah. is when someone would ask me, oh, what course are you doing? Yeah. Although my course was called drama, I mm. never actually said drama. I always said acting. Because yeah. drama is seen as sort of like, you know, not sort of masculine. Yeah, of course. And now that I think about it, I mm. don't know why, you know, I sort of shied away from calling it drama, even though that was its course. But it's just how it is in the public eye, you know. When someone says drama, you think of, you know, these women performing on stage, you know, doing a musical, etc. You know, yeah. But even, even musicals, like all you have to do is look at someone like Hugh Jack, yeah, one of the best actors in mm. our current generation. You know, he does musicals and yeah. he does all this stuff that people wouldn't, you know, class as manly. And you know, yeah, it's got to, it's it's got to be eradicated that sort of manly yeah. term. Because yeah. what is man? Define what manly is. Like, is yeah. it something that makes you stronger? Something that makes you happy? Like, mm. there's no real clarification with it. I know, and I just think like it, it is like a difficult thing. I used to in college. You remember in college we used to have to do them like, like on Monday in the evenings, like like for an hour. We used to have to do them like safety things where we'd go on the computer. Oh, and we'd yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like me and my me and one of the people in my class, we were put into do a different time because we had to do like extra English to reset our English. We got put in in the later yeah. sessions, not the early sessions. So yeah. we got put with like all the construction guys, and like obviously like big up to them. Like they're doing construction, it's what they want to do. Like good on them. But like instantly, I just felt like oh, like I just did not fit in. Like the conversation, yeah. like the banter, like just the chit, the chat and stuff. I just didn't fit in. And you know, it, I think it is because yeah. the stereotype and you like and they someone like in construction with girl, what you up, what you doing? And you're like, oh, filming and you wouldn't be able to develop a conversation and you wouldn't be able to develop a conversation with them because they do construction. Yeah. Because it's completely different interest and because it's never really like accept not accepted, that's quite hard. Because it's never really talked about, it's quite difficult to then approach the conversation because you're doing completely different things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. true, it's true. Like 
many things that you know that that are done like mm. for example teaching i know there are more female teachers than there are male teachers mm. but like i know well me personally i haven't met any male that wants to actually go into teaching yeah out of my year because mm. I just maybe it's because they don't want to and they've had enough of school and to be yeah. them. but or maybe it's just because they feel like they're going to be judged. Because I know mm. from my day at whether it be college mm. or secondary school, or even primary school, I've always had better teaching from the male teachers. So maybe okay. there should be more male teachers and yeah. obviously women teachers, but I just. Mm seem to connect with the male teachers a lot easier you know I look yeah. back at some of my best teachers Mr. Parr in primary school you know yeah. Mr. Mason Mr. Curran in secondary school and uh in uh college there was one guy I forgot his name but he used to take my uh oh I can't remember we were in some ICT room and I think his name was Michael yeah, I can't remember, but he was he was a great teacher, and he was only a couple, but he was a couple for about three months, and he was a great mm. teacher. You know, that's interesting. The male, the male teaching needs to maybe go up. Yeah, yeah, like I think it'd be interesting just to see like a different balance. Like I love historical stuff, like books, TV, film. You know, I love like historical stuff. Like it really interests me, but I just don't like any other male. Which likes historical kind of stuff, maybe there's like guys out there. I know a few people, but like I do never seen it talk about, talked about, or you know, never seen it like, never met someone and they go, Oh, yeah, I I don't know, I like Georgian history. Like, I never, you never really see it, you know, it's not normally when you speak to someone, a guy, you you go, What do you enjoy? They'd be like, Oh, I like watching the football the weekend, uh, you know, I like going out, and obviously, like, no offense to people that like them things, that's what you like, and you know, that's fine. I accept, you know, accepting all that does that. And I just have a general chit chat. But then, when the person would go to me, Oh, what do you like? And I go, Well, I like watching like historical stuff, you know, I like The King with Timothy Chamelay. And they'll be like, Oh, I've never seen that. And it's because I don't think there's a lot of interest in that. And that generally just be because they're not interested in it, or it might just be because they're hiding it, you know? Yeah. Mm, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, Another example is boxing. I love watching boxing. Yeah. Know, and potentially the opportunity arose and, you know, maybe I become a massive YouTuber like Cares. I doubt it, but maybe I become a massive <laughs> a YouTuber like Cares. So I get in a boxing ring. You know, it's <laughs> definitely something that I would 100% consider. Mm. But with something like boxing, you know, people see the box. Yeah, boxers are absolutely strong. They're massive. They're ridiculously fit. You know, credit to them. But something like gymnastics requires probably just the same sort of determination, just the same sort of fitness, you know, strength. And that isn't seen as, you know, boxing sort of like, oh, yeah, there's men fighting, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Gymnastics sort of like, oh, why are you flying about? But that requires just about the same amount of commitment, energy, stamina as boxing, if not more. Because I see the way these guys flip. You know, it's not something that, me personally, I'm gonna do because I'm not trying to end yeah. my life. But it is yeah. so impressive what they do, you know. Cool. And that isn't seen as in the terms manly or you know mm. what men should do. But cool. you've got to respect it, you know. Yeah, I love tennis. You know. Yeah, I tennis was, is a great sport. I love a lot. Let's be fair. I know a lot of males that do tennis, but yeah, um, you know, badminton I like, but I think badminton was worse because I didn't think, you know. 
a lot of in school. Yeah. I used to do badminton after school on a Friday with my mates, but there's only like a few of us that did it. And no one else used to turn up at badminton club. And it, it might be because generally people just don't even interested in it, but I just, it's a great sport, but I just don't think a lot of people are interested in them sports. And I think a lot of the sport is interested in like one sport, but a person might not like the sport. They might just be like, you know, following along with it. You never know, really. Yeah. And it's really interesting. It is interesting. And it, it is a shame, you know, that we live in, you know, mm. there are a lot of things, you know, that males struggle with cool. mentally and physically because they believe they don't fit in or they believe they can't live up to these expectations. Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is a massive shame. And, you know, yeah. anywhere we can help, we should help. I think that's the main message that I want to get across this episode. If yeah, you can help, or if you want to help, then you should help, you know. Even if it's some random guy that you've literally not spoken to in about six, seven months because maybe mm. you had an argument, a simple message be like, oh, hi. they like, oh, I'll come to your text and be like, oh, sorry, it was a mistake, but I hope you're doing well. Even if you don't, yeah, just anything. It could be your worst enemy, your best friend. Anyone can need help. You just you will never know because not that many people come out and ask for it. No. Massive shame because, yeah. you know, you hate to see, you know, the suicide rate or, or anything go up like that because even if you're struggling with one thing and it might be small to you, but massive mm. to everyone else, or it might be massive to everyone, but small to you. You know, if you sit there and like, oh, this person, you know, suffered with the same thing I did, and you know, mm. now this person's dead. You know, it makes you think, wow, could this be me? And sometimes all it needs, all you need, yeah, to have a little lifting up is someone to be like, yo, I hope you're okay, man. Have a yeah. good one. That's all you need. That's genuinely all. It, that's all it takes. Mm, it's just a conversation. That's it. That's mm. it. Maybe, maybe to this person, they're really annoying. Mm. Just, just say hi, you know, whatever, yeah. and then just tell them, oh, I'm busy. Maybe I'll hit you up soon, you know? Yeah, I think it's really it good. Just, I mean, just a little conversation, a little hi, a little like, what are you doing? It's a little bit of appreciation can go a long way, I think, especially with the pandemic and stuff. People right. think we've kind of forgot to do these things because we've been like stuck indoors for so long, you know? That's what I mean. Mm. That's what I mean. Yeah, but obviously, James, it has been a sensational topic. I've, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Probably anytime, man. My favorite episode so far. Yeah, I've truly, truly enjoyed it. But for all the people out there, are there any socials you want to shout out? Because I know you have a YouTube because it has our short film on there, and I, I must say, guys, this guy's producing and directing skills. Are truly tremendous. I would <laughs> Cheers, highly man. recommend hitting up his YouTube. Uh, yeah, shout out any of your socials. Yeah, I mean, go and watch the Jordan short film. Uh, Jordan, it's on YouTube. Just part James Dissar short film we did a few years ago. I loved it. You know, um, I'm just getting into photography as well at the moment. So if you you know fancy any photos, countryside, anything related, just go on all lowercase James Dis photos on Instagram and have a look at the photos and stuff. You know. Beautiful, James. Beautiful. Absolutely enjoyed this. But for everyone who watched, I am highly grateful that you stuck around this long to my mm. annoying voice. <laughs> and I hope to see you on the next episode. Yeah. Peace, love and respect. Leo and James are out.